Tony Cochran has announced that live qualifying will be one of the features of the new race formats that will be brought in in season 2007. So for the first time ever, we um, get the opportunity to put qualifying onto uh, national live free-to-air TV. Um, so we've looked uh, wide and far at uh, what we can do to uh, really get qualifying um, into almost an exciting program. What we've come up with is a race within a race, and I think it's, uh, it's going to be uh, make for a very, very exciting 45-minute uh, window of television. Qualifying will now be a 45-minute session, which will see 15 minutes for all cars to participate. Then only the top 20 cars progress to Part 2. Part 3 sees the top 10 cars participating for the final 15 minutes of qualifications. Point score is also under a revamp, with now only the top 15 cars receiving points no matter which style of race meeting it is. Single races sees the winner pick up 72 points, tapering down to 6 points for 15th place. Two race formats, the winner will get 36 points, tapering down to 3, and in a three race system it's 24 points, tapering down to 2. Wayne Caddick explained how the point system will work in season 2007. Every round counts, so drop your worst round has been eliminated for 2007. The gap between the top placed finishes is greater than under the current point system, so there's a big incentive there. We want to see um, close racing, we want to see some scraping, uh, we don't want to see anybody's race wrecked, um, and if, if they are, if, if that happens, then obviously uh, the judiciary will come down pretty heavy. I think the one area that we've got to be very focused on is uh, pit lane penalties. Um, and the general guidelines are, if there is any element of doubt whatsoever, then you review it after the race, because it's not something that you can rectify if you get it wrong. Sprint races will have only minor changes to the way they will be run in season 2007. We'll continue to conduct race one on the Saturday. Races two and three uh, will be conducted on the Sunday. The grid of race one will be set from the qualifying session the grid for race two will be set from the finishing positions of race two and so on. Race three will be set from the finishing positions of race two. Television commitments with Channel 7 and the AFL are considerations on how the race weekend will be formatted. We will in fact uh, at a small number of sprint races be finishing at 2pm to meet our, our television requirements. Uh, that means that the gap between race two and three will close up and we will probably put the Fujitsu round on after the main race. Tony Cochran has come out ablazing when it's come to talk of the new V8 supercar calendar and speculation that the middle of the season might not be very productive for V8 supercar teams as they try to dance around the AFL season. No, there's no gaping hole. I mean, well, depends what you call a gaping hole. I think our greatest gap between events is roughly uh, four weeks. If you call that a gaping hole, then we have a gaping hole, but um, um, I don't call it a gaping hole. No, this, this concept that we're going to stop mid-season, have a seven-week siesta so the chairman can get some well-deserved time off in Mallorca is completely untrue. Ben Klukas joins us on the line, and in the 50th year of the Cairns Gold Star Championship, Ben Klukas has wrapped it up without even going to the penultimate round at the Queensland Raceway. Congratulations, Ben. 11 from 12 starts... It is an amazing record that, uh, well, has seen you now go through and become the Gold Star Champion. 
Thank you. It's a fantastic feeling. Obviously, when I came over to Australia, we were sort of hoping to fight for the championship, but I don't think any of us expected it would go quite as well as it has. And um, I've got to say, it's a lot of a lot of credit to Team BRM. We've done a fantastic job all year for me. And um, yeah, it was a sh shame we weren't able to make it to Queensland, but still, uh, taking the championship is a great feeling. I find it amazing that you were the McLaren Autosport Driver Year Driver of the Year in what 2004. Uh, 2003 was when I was a finalist, yeah. Okay, and you have had such experience, it, it, it staggers me that you haven't been able to get sponsorship back home even to be able to compete over there. Well, I don't I know, I just, I find it tough to be honest. I think um, obviously throughout the years the sport has got slightly more expensive and more expensive year on year and um, it just makes it very difficult. I don't come from a extremely wealthy family. I mean, I obviously uh, can't complain because anyone who's involved in motor racing uh, isn't having a hard life, but um, no, it's just tough, and um, a few people have helped me out along the way, and um, that's sort of got me where I am at the moment. You're here in Australia now, and having wrapped up the Formula 3 championship, there has been a little bit of uh, a toe in the water in the V8 supercars. Yes, I was fortunate enough to get uh, a run with FPR a few weeks back, which was sort of my first time in a V8 supercar, which is Great. I can't believe the amount of power you've got under your right foot. You're literally feeding the throttle all the way to about third gear. But, um, yeah, that's sort of where I want my career to head. Um, certainly either the development series or the main game next year. I'm still early stages and don't really have anything uh, that I can really say is 100% or anything like at the moment. But um, certainly having driven the cars now, it's sort of just whetted my appetite and made me even more hungry to try and uh, get in them somehow for next year. Well, you mentioned Ford Performance Racing testing you, but I know that Holden is uh, very keen to see how uh, they can involve you as well. Oh, well, you probably know more than me then, because I um, don't know about that at all. So you didn't do a test up in Queensland? Uh, I'm afraid I can't really comment on things like that. <laughs> yeah, of course, no comment means yes, we all know that. But Ben, coming to Australia, it is a, a, quite a culture shock. We do things a little bit differently, like... Uh, have a sunny winter. <laughs> well, that's actually bad for me because I actually like driving in the wet. But um, no, it's, um, definitely I think um, the culture is a little bit different over here. It's a lot more relaxed. Um, I might I might even say a little bit more friendly. And um, the sort of people who are in the uh, sort of top of motorsport, which obviously in this country is the V8, uh, are quite approachable. So it's um, no, I think it's definitely a good good place to be and uh, where I'd like to try and uh, sort of set up home. Is it more affordable, even though you're having trouble finding sponsorship uh, for the Formula 3s, do you think long-term this is a place where you can ha make a motor racing career at, a, at the top level, at least in this country? I, I certainly hope so, and that's certainly what I want to do. I mean, in, in terms of the Formula 3, it's a lot more affordable because the pound is uh, reasonably strong against the dollar, um, and also the actual budgets are just cheaper anyway with um, quite quite restrictive testing over here, so that's all beneficial for um, someone like myself who struggles a little bit for money and then in terms of, in terms of the touring cars and the V8s I mean obviously the championship over here is probably the strongest one in the world so it's a you know very very competitive if you look at the times separating first to 25th on the grid it's very very little so I think as a driver you, you'd love to be involved in something like that. Mm. Now you've wrapped up the Gold Star Championship you now have to uh, I guess with Malala on the horizon you'll be out there having a look around? Yeah, I think Manila with the development series coming up, I'll certainly be um, uh, there over the weekend and sort of uh, getting my name about. And um, also, I'm not 100% sure I've 
not going to be able to get the budget to the last round of the F3 because I'm still very much hoping to try and get out at Oran Park just because it's a track I've never been to and um, I sort of really want to learn as many circuits as possible in um, in Australia and also I do rather enjoy driving Formula 3 and would like to do it again but we'll have to see but um, yeah I'll be going up to Malala and then seeing if I can possibly find a budget to see the Oran Park round of Formula 3. What do you do in the intervening time? You're working in Australia at the moment, no plans to go back home for uh, the Australian summer and your winter? I'll be going, I will be flying back home around about the 20th of September because I have a race um, at Silverstone in the Caterham on the uh, 22nd, 23rd and 24th of September. I have some British sponsors, Inland, EPS and IFF and um, sort of part of the reason that they allowed me to come over here with their help was that I came back and did some corporate hospitality for them. So I'll be flying back to England probably on about the 20th of September and then be flying back over here probably middle of October depending on sort of whether there's any opportunities over here, but I'll definitely be coming in the middle of October. It's back over here. It just depends maybe earlier if there are things for me to come back to. Mm. Well, Ben, it's, it was fantastic when we uh, saw you here throughout the uh, summer, uh, sorry, throughout the winter, and we do wish you all the best with the uh, funding situation because, as I said at the top, it's amazing that uh, someone with your talent cannot find a drive in any, uh, any of the major forms of motorsport. Thank you. Thank you for the kind words. Ben Lucas joining us on Inside Motorsport. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.